1: this episode, you're going to hear a replay from our time on the Magnetic Entrepreneur Podcast with Shanna DeWitt.
0: We loved this conversation and, you know, being able to talk about what it means to be a multi-passionate entrepreneur and why so many women find themselves looking for more than the traditional career path. like Those topics are so near and dear to our heart.
1: So listen in and you're going to learn how to change your time-sucking side hustle into a money-making business, (laughs) get the support you need to find your passion in business, and also how to grow and manage multiple businesses because, hi, that's literally what we do every day.
0: We hope you love this episode and when you're done, make sure you drop us a quick review and rating. Let us know what you think and whose podcast you think we should be on next. Keep shining.
2: Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Magnetic Entrepreneur Podcast. Today's guests are Anna-Laura and Alex from She X Shines. You may know them from their TV show, their amazing podcast, blog articles, or coaching program. Together, they help multi-passionate entrepreneurs take their side hustle from time-sucking to a champagne dream type of business with customized strategies and systems made especially for multi-passionate entrepreneurs. If you have a side hustle that you want to take to the next level, or you're wondering how to manage multiple businesses, this is the episode for you. Let's jump in. Alex and Anna, thank you so much for being on the Magnetic
1: Entrepreneur Podcast. I'd love for you both to introduce yourselves, tell people a little bit about who you are and what you do. Hi, first of all, thank you so much for having us on. We are so excited to be here and just so grateful to share a little bit about our journey and how we help multi entrepreneurs. Um, But thank you for providing the space for that. So, I'm Anna Laura. I am a brand photographer and co founder of She Shines. And I currently live in Charleston, South Carolina.
0: Yes. And my name is Alex. I'm also the co founder of She Shines. I am a new speech pathology private practice owner. Um, I still also work full time as a full time speech pathologist, very multi passionate, as you can see. And uh, I currently live in Philadelphia.
1: Yes, and at She Shines, we help multi-passionate entrepreneurs create a business from their time-eating side hustle. So, mm-hmm. our goal is to really turn that into a profitable business that doesn't eat away at your most valuable one of your most valuable resources you have as a multi-passionate entrepreneur, which is your your time. So yes, really leveraging exactly. your time, energy, and money uh, in order to create the impact-driven business that that you dream of.
2: So well, the reason why I wanted to have you guys on is because I love this conversation and this idea about being multi-passionate because I think that often we think that we have to fit into some kind of a box. Like you either have this, you know, really cute hobby and you have to have a real job or however that looks for you. And A lot of entrepreneurs feel like they're failing if they have to continue to work their full-time job while building their job, you know, the direction that they want to go. If that's what they want to do full-time on the side, they feel like there's some kind of failure to that. But I love how you just embrace it and say, yes, we're multi-passionate. We can do multiple things. So tell me how you got here. What was it that was happening in your life that made you realize that there, there were people that needed your advice, that this was a niche that was being underserved?
0: Oh my goodness. Well, <laughs> exactly what you just said, honestly. <laughs> 100% what you just said. Um, so to give you kind of like the quick and dirty story, I had moved from Baltimore to Philadelphia and I was super unhappy with my job, super unhappy with where I was. So a friend of mine reached out and got me into fitness again. And I had been an athlete my whole life and it seemed like the right fit. And that led me into network marketing. And I thought, this is it. I'm going to be a fit pro. I'm going to teach classes across the world i got certified in cardio kickboxing i was like ready i was i was doing it and um in network marketing, right? They always stress. I mean, as in any business though, like create community, meet other people. So I had started and this should have been a sign in alora Now that I'm thinking about it, I started a Facebook group, not around fitness. I started a Facebook group for other speech pathologists in home healthcare, which should have been a red flag to myself. Like fitness is not your lane girlfriend. Um, and someone in that, fit, in that Facebook group has messaged me and said, Hey, you know what? My friend, just moved to Philadelphia. You two have a bunch in common. Here's her Instagram. You should reach out. Lo and behold, this friend is Anna Laura. And so I did like a very thorough Instagram stalk. Like I had gone back to her wedding. Like, I like feel like I knew everything about her at that time. I was like, all right, she looks normal enough to DM. Um, We went out to coffee and coffee turned into drinks. And I'll let you finish the rest of the story, Anna-Laura, though, kind of how our friendship evolved from that that one coffee date where we both showed up with notebooks, I might add. Um, I was ready because Anna-Laura was also in network marketing. So I was Mm -hmm. ready to learn from her. She was a little bit of ahead of where I was. And I was like, all right, this this is it. Like, I'm going to learn the business and we're going to become business besties. So
1: yeah, I'll let you take the (laughs) reins. Which we did, just not... (laughs) Just not the way we thought we would. Yeah. So kind of jumping back a little bit, I was also a speech pathologist in the past and had gotten into network marketing as well, but in a different company than Alex. And at that time in the network marketing industry, they really stressed the quote unquote laptop lifestyle. Mm -hmm. Like you were mentioning before, I felt like I wasn't a real network marketer. Like I wasn't successful. Mm -hmm. I wasn't being an entrepreneur, having my own business because Mm -hmm. I was also working full time. Yeah. And so I made the plunge whenever my husband and I, we had moved from San Antonio up to Philadelphia. And I was like, you know what, this is a great time. Speech therapy was not my passion. I wanted to do something a little more creative. And I had started my website, started a fitness business, became a certified personal trainer and health coach. And so when I moved to Philly, I was like ready to hit the ground running. And mm-hmm. I get this DM from Alex. And like she said, coffee turned into drinks and those drinks became regular meetings. We would literally sit at the bar with a glass of champagne, <laughs> share resources mm-hmm. together. We brought, our lap- and we brought
0: our laptops to the bar with- as
1: well. <laughs> yes. Yes. With our, with our laptops, our notebooks, and we would just share all these, all these ideas and, Mm -hmm. and help one another grow. And over time, we each went through like a very parallel journey of shifting out of network marketing into more or less, I would say what we're doing now in our mm-hmm. entrepreneur, uh, entrepreneurial endeavors. So yeah. I started the shine studio, which is my brain photography business for mm-hmm. women entrepreneurs. And Alex started, she with Alex winter, which mm-hmm. created a space for women in the city who had entrepreneurial spirits, but also worked a full-time job. And mm-hmm. we're proud of that because what she saw was, a complete lack of mm-hmm. owning your career, loving what you do, but also wanting to do something in addition to that. So, really, that oh took the words right out of my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I got you. We share a brain at this point. You know that. <laughs> So, so I was able to like photograph her events and mm-hmm. I had also hosted a bunch of events. And one day we're at our little, we called them Rosé Rambling, where we had our laptops and, and things uh, at the bar. We're like, we should, we should really just combine forces. And mm-hmm. so she, with Alex Winter, the Shine Studio, mm-hmm. let's put them together and host an event for these women to create an even bigger impact in right at the moment it was Philadelphia and now Mm -hmm. it's grown, but that Mm -hmm. turned into She Shines. And so really our, our mission with that just became to let women have a space where you can be proud of what you're doing and the career you have, the degrees you have, but also be proud of wanting to do something else in addition to that. So, or maybe you're like me and you have multiple, multiple businesses or, you know, all these roles and hats that you're wearing, just really owning all of them, but not feeling like an insane person or feeling guilty for wanting to do something else outside of your job.
2: What do you think it is about network marketing that becomes some sort of a gateway for people into <laughs> entrepreneurship? Because it's probably is, right? And yeah. then, did you
0: get your start too in network marketing?
2: No, no, but 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 I was kind of into it. Yeah. Yeah. But it just it was like after I'd started my business. And I'm not really sure. I think I I don't know. I think they reeled me in with like, you've already buy all the products. Why don't you just right. sell them? And I was like, <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Yeah, um, it, it wasn't for me, but I know so many people that that do that, and they're like. I'm wondering if it if it's because it seems like a legitimate opportunity, or it's something that you're interested in the lifestyle, but you're not really sure how to get mm-hmm. there. So, it kind of it creates a bridge. What do you guys think? Yeah, so I best. think I think it's a really like
0: easy way to dip your toes in the entrepreneur world because. It's not a product that you have to stock. Uh, It's not a service that you have to create. And Mm -hmm. so things are already done for you. And you are just, depending on the company, learning to sell, uh, hopefully the right way. Mm -hmm. Um, But I I think it provides a kind of low, low barrier starting point for people who are maybe interested in the entrepreneur world. I think where it gets a little murky is being compensated for adequately for your time, money, and energy that you're Mm -hmm. putting in. Um, And also what we realized a problem for us was learning, is this the path that is going to get you to the actual goals that you've set for yourself? Or are these goals that your company has set for yourself?
1: Because at the end of the day, you're still building towards someone else's vision, even though you're the one out there, like, selling, laying the groundwork, I mean, it's, it's sales at the end of the day. And so for us, we, we had a vision kind of outside of that, but you're absolutely right that it's, Mm i I still feel that network marketing is a really great, like platform, like stepping stone into, yeah, stepping into stone. entrepreneurship. Yeah. It's just kind of like you said, like that, that little gateway, like opens the door, you get a taste of what it's like to kind of work your own hours and, mm-hmm. and go out and, and maybe do something that you didn't go to school for, I mean, neither of us went to school for business or sales or marketing or anything that we're doing now. Um, well, other than Alex and speech pathology, (laughs) Um, but, but, you know, we weren't trained on how to have our business. So, um, I think it provides that training and then you start getting those wheels going. You're like, Ooh, Mm -hmm. I kind of like this. I could do this more. And that, Mm -hmm. that was the case for me. And, um, for for me, I, I definitely had more people asking about like branding and marketing and websites than about actual health and fitness. So same thing, Alex, like mm-hmm. <laughs> to your point I mean,
2: earlier. I know so many people who have, I mean, I know if I can think of a couple of people who have million dollar businesses and they started in network marketing. Yeah. And that and that's how they found their way. But one thing I think really actually sticks out about it is that they form a community around you mm-hmm. and they give you a ton of permission permission to do sales, permission to make money, permission to like a lot of permission. And so as you guys are helping support people who are multi-passionate, what do you feel like you're really offering them that is helping them be able to have these multiple businesses?
1: Mm.
0: I think the, the one problem that we see with multi the one thing that they're really missing is an offer like a, a single offer that their clients are going to be obsessed with. As a multi-passionate, you have so many ideas, right? Mm-hmm. You, you have so many passions that it's really easy to dip your hands in all the pots. And what that can lead to is confusion. It could lead to inconsistency and it can lead you to starting a business that you mm-hmm. you thought was going to be profitable, but somehow has now turned into the, turned into this time eating side hustle where you're just spending so much time trying to figure out like who am I talking to? What am I selling? Well, I want to do this website, but I also want to sell something, and I want to do a service, but oh, I'm also interested in this. And yesterday I was talking about that, and and as multi passionate, like I said before, it's sometimes really hard to reel in. All of your passions and and where Anna, Laura and I truly shine, it, no pun intended, but maybe hey. pun intended, uh, <laughs> Anna, Laura and I, our expertise is helping multi-passionate sift through all those ideas that they have and show them that, no, they don't have to be separate entities, that we will help you find a way to Build a home for all of these ideas so you have a cohesive thought, a one cohesive idea that can funnel into one offer that your Mm -hmm. ideal client is going to be obsessed with.
1: Yes. And that that you can wrap your own brain around. Yes. (laughs) Actually, step one,
0: most important. Step one.
1: (laughs) You can wrap your brain around it and then and therefore be able to talk about it with so much more clarity and confidence Mm -hmm. that other people are like, ooh, yes that's what I need. And, and so that's, that's really our, our mission is to, to help you see what your unique gifts and strengths are and not, not say just pick one, just pick one. Right. Like that's, that's not our jam. (laughs) We're like, no, 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 you're passionate. You can have all those passions, but let's, let's talk through it. Let's really, like Alex said, sift through this and see how we can talk about it with more clarity and confidence that attracts and, and really creates that, that champagne, what we call a champagne dream of a business, you know?
2: If you'd like to continue this conversation and get even more marketing and mindset tips, I invite you to join the Magnetic Entrepreneur Facebook group. Inside this group, you'll have access to a monthly mini masterclass where we dive into a specific topic that will move the needle in your business in 30 minutes or less weekly videos packed with actionable tips, and free coaching sessions with me, where we talk specifically about what you need help with inside of your business right now. I hope to see you inside the Magnetic Entrepreneur Facebook group. Well, I love that you brought that up because you know, I'm a business coach. And so a lot of my clients are having the same thing, especially when they're new. I feel like that's a lot of your first year of business is trying to figure out what's underneath what it is that you want to offer. Cause you want to help do all these things, but it's really, like you said, sifting it down into what's the real offer. What's the real problem that you're solving. And and not as focused on all the different ways and different things. Because also I think that not only is it being multi-passionate and really trying to figure out what is the actual thing that, really lights you up versus just the skills that you have. You you may see that too, where Mm -hmm. we acquire skills, but that doesn't mean that's the thing that we love to do. Like we don't have to, that's kind of the point of having your own business is like, you get to do the stuff you want to do and not just rely on your skill set. But I think that, you know, for anyone listening and they think, Oh, that sounds like me. A lot of that's really normal. And it's not just passion. It's also, if you're having a business where you serve people, it's that heart of service. And you just want to give all the things, you know, and so it kind of reeling it back in means you actually serve people better, but that is hard to do on your own and having someone like the two of you or, you know, a business coach or a mentor or business bestie, whatever, having somebody that you can have a sounding board. I think that's really, really helpful. So after you help people figure out what the thing is that they're going to focus on that one offer, then how do you help people spend less time? Because you know, marketing your business is like an ocean. You're never going to run out of things to do.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes. I, and Laura, I want you to talk about this because I feel like this is your system that you have perfected for the both of us that we have been able to teach to our clients and our community members that really is saving them so much time day to day.
1: Yes, absolutely. So yeah, be like you said, like after... Um, after you, you know, the idea of like really being able to pinpoint the need you serve, who you're serving, like you mentioned, and also how like that's going to lay a super strong foundation. And then we come into one of my favorite things, which is systems. Now, <laughs> keep in mind, I, I'm a creative through and through. So this is really like, trial and error, learned the hard way. And so, but we also know the importance of creating these systems that work for you that are gonna help alleviate some of that time. And Mm -hmm. so one method that we teach is, we need a name for it. I do know. We even have a name I for don't it. Think we like, how if not think come so. <laughs> up? So you're hearing this for the first time, I like know. us needing to have a name for it. But our our system for creating systems <laughs> is to just brain dump, write down literally everything that you have to do for your business mm. or that you think you have to do for your business. Like you mentioned, there are things that maybe at this time you you can't outsource or you can't delegate you know, Mm -hmm. you're a solopreneur, you're doing everything, go ahead, write out every single thing it, it is. And then we're gonna, we're gonna piece those together. We're gonna, we're gonna time block something I totally forgot. And you'll have to forgive me. I'm at the time of this recording seven months pregnant with twins. So pregnancy brain is real. (laughs) So (laughs) I'm going to actually backtrack a second (laughs) and say, first up, let's start with your goals. All right. Before we create our systems, we're really going to start with identifying your goals, your top priorities. And we're not saying your top 10, like we want you to pick between one and three big goals for your business and also identify those actionable steps that you need to take. Okay. So that way we're not, when we create systems, we're not just creating for the sake of creating, right? We're really working towards something. And so then you're going to brand up and write down everything. (laughs) And Alex, if you want to jump in here with the rest.
0: Yeah, so after you brain dump everything, you're going to take kind of inventory of all of these tasks. And first you're going to see from these tasks what is most important to move your business forward related to the monthly goal that you've set for yourself. So, most likely, it's not going to be updating the color of your website. <laughs> There's probably some more important things that need to take preference from Everything that you've brain-dumped, right? So you're gonna figure out what is absolutely necessary for me to do to achieve these goals. So you might have a few things, right? Maybe, maybe there's there's three, four, five things on that list. From that list, then you're gonna break it down what can be accomplished monthly, what can be accomplished weekly, and then what needs to be accomplished daily. And then there are some things on there that can be accomplished quarterly or yearly that sometimes we think this is something that I need to be doing all the time. <laughs> so that's mm-hmm. why this brain dump is so important. And then figuring out from that, brain literally, this brain dump is like yoga class, doing the dishes, updating my website, pitching in the DMs, responding to emails writing my copy for social media posts, right? Like everything that you do for your business and everything that you do in your personal life. Because when you're multi-passionate, it's really easy for those things to blend. And you want to really know where you're spending your time, your money, and your energy. Because a lot of times, if you're just like Anna-Laura and I, it's so easy to run on autopilot. And you just happen to be doing all these tasks that you realize maybe you're not even that important to your business. Like I said before, maybe it's something that you just need to be doing every month versus something you were trying to do every day or every week. So, once you figure out what's done daily, weekly, monthly, quarterly, and yearly, then you're going to pop that into your calendar and you're going to time block, especially if you're multi-passionate. I hope you're (laughs) listening. Time block, time block, time block. Like I know for myself, because I'm still working full time, Tuesdays and Wednesdays are the days that I dedicate for coaching calls and podcast recordings. Mm -hmm. Mondays are the days that I dedicate to my private practice. And then I have some other flex personal days. Also, very important buffer, buffer time. Time, buffer <laughs> time. We need like a recording for that, or we can just sing it. <laughs>
2: or dance, yeah. Or you dance, know, right? yeah.
0: So have some buffer time in your schedule because things are going to change, and you don't want to be so rigid that if you have to work late for a meeting or a client cancels or you know your website is down the day of your launch, like you want to set time in your schedule to allow for things to kind of go crazy, which they tend to do. So that time system, which, excuse me, that system, which we still need a name for, we are accepting Mm -hmm. requests. So please slide into our DMs and let us know if you have a good name. But step one was set set a goal for yourself, set a monthly goal for yourself, set a yearly goal for yourself. Mm -hmm. Then you're going to brain dump everything that needs to get done to accomplish that goal, what's necessary to actually move you forward. Organize that daily, weekly, monthly, quarterly, yearly. And then you're going to time block it into your calendar. And this is something that you should be going over every month because things change. We don't want to stay on autopilot. That's how we get burned out and the overwhelm sets in. So yeah, that
2: that is our unnamed system
0: for (laughs) multi-passionates.
2: Those are really, really good tips because I use a lot of those myself. I love goal setting. Um, I have like quarterly review just to sit and think about things, you know. Yeah. Uh, time blocking, we're doing things in bulk, all a big lifesaver. Right? The biggest thing that I've learned this year, so I'm seven years into working for myself, is that just because I can do something doesn't mean I should. So mm-hmm. I have um, actually have two VAs that do different things, but I was recognized that I was still doing little things just because I could squeeze them in.
1: Yeah.
2: And really taking note of the fact that just because I can, doesn't mean I should, because it's the energy. Like there's still only a certain amount of energy that you have to give. Yeah, And so you've got to be more um, conservative about where you're giving it to. So I love that you guys mentioned buffer days. I think that that's really important (laughs) because I know, especially what it feels like in the beginning of your business, where you feel like if you have any spare moment, (laughs) you're insane. If you're not doing something for your business, you know, you're like, you are just, you're crazy if you're not working 24 seven. So Days. Rest, mm-hmm. rest
1: is just as vital to growth as, oh my as goodness. action. Yes. So yeah, absolutely. Adding in rest and not scheduling out every single waking minute it with like filling it with tasks is wildly important to <laughs> your mental health, your emotional health, and ultimately mm-hmm. the, the longevity of, of your business.
2: hmm what I've discovered is really at the root of a lot of that overworking feeling like you always have to be doing something coming up mm-hmm. with a million tasks that aren't actually going to get you your next client <laughs> is that, that is Feels that it busy. comes from that feeling of insecurity.
1: Yes.
2: And so you're constantly preparing to make yourself feel like you're moving forward, even though it's not really going to get you your next client, like your
1: mm-hmm. graphics
2: are not the thing that's going to make somebody <laughs> hire you. Um, mm-hmm. You know, so if you find yourself constantly needling away at your website and, those kind of things. I think that it's really easy, especially in the beginning to really fill up your calendar. So I love that you have a system that has not yet been named <laughs> to help people cut it out so that they're not getting burned out, you know, because that's really, that's really the worst thing you can do for yourself. Right. Yes. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Well, we've, we've been there. <laughs> so we, and-
0: <laughs> where the system came from. We, what did you call it, Laura? We were getting like Trello-whelmed. I don't know if you've ever used Trello, but it's how we manage our like to-dos. And one day we were just like, what is going on? Like there is it just- was out of control. <laughs> there's too much happening in Trello. We are Trello-whelmed and yeah, led, led to the system, so.
2: Well, that's one of the things, as you kind of mentioned in the beginning of our conversation, that how are you supposed to know how to do that? It's not like it's part of your degree. Right. And a lot of us are paving our own way here.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And I think that, you know, one of the things you mentioned about the network marketing is there's such a small barrier to entry. Mm-hmm. And if you think mm-hmm. about it, really to start your own business, it's a very small barrier that yes. yep. so we jump in, but then we feel like, because it didn't really cost us anything like a four year degree or graduate school that we mm-hmm. shouldn't invest in any sort of, you know, additions to that. So we don't know anything about really how to market because I knew a lot about marketing, but marketing as a, an entrepreneur for myself, totally different, completely different right. landscape than a fortune mm-hmm. 100 company, you know, very different mm-hmm. things here. So mm-hmm. I, I love that you're providing that kind of support and that sort of direct direction. And I think it just gives people a big dose of permission to say, Hey, you're not supposed to know how to do everything yourself.
1: Exactly. I mean, that's really the, the genesis of all of this was Alex and I meeting up and sharing these resources and sharing tips like that. And just really what's going to like, not just the strategy part of it, because we we really believe like strategy and, and these systems and things that we're talking about, like that's only like 10% of your business, but having my, a strong mindset is like the other, at least 90. And mm-hmm. part of that mindset is having community around you, having that mentor, having someone to bounce these ideas off of and be like, Hey, am I crazy? <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> am I crazy for wanting to do this or trying to do this? Or what are you doing that? You know, it seems like you're, you're doing everything so easy. You make everything look so easy. And and so having someone who's like been there, built that they're able to like share things with, like it, it just kind of streamlines that process for you and also makes you feel a little more sane. I think.
2: Oh yeah. Yes. Mindset is huge, huge, mm-hmm. huge, huge. Yeah. So, um, I- I'd love for each of you to tell me like, what's your, what's the one thing that you feel like people who are multi-passionate really need to know.
1: Mm. Ooh. <laughs> Do you see? I know I've never thought the one thing, I, so is
0: this, do we each get one thing or yes. is this a yes. okay? get <laughs> <laughs> one thing? Like what's your, okay. what's your
2: burning thing that you need to tell people?
0: I think one thing that multi really need to know is that you do not have to quit your full-time job in order to start and grow a profitable business. I think it, you can get really caught up in your, not only your own head, but also on the internet and social media and thinking what quote unquote entrepreneur, an entrepreneurial life needs to look like. And really your life is your own and your goals are your own and you have the skills within you to start. And it's just a matter of finding the right community and the right support that's going to help you thrive. I mean, think the problem that Anna Laura and I both found ourselves growing as multi-passionates was we were finding ourselves in the wrong communities, the wrong industries that couldn't support what it truly meant to be multi-passionate. And in terms of what we were looking for, right? Me, someone who's working full time, the laptop lifestyle sounds amazing, Mm -hmm. but me working so hard for something that just was not really what I wanted. I love my job, I love what I do. And so I needed to find a place that could support what I love and what I wanted to do daily, but also not make me feel crazy for wanting to do (laughs) something outside of work. And so multi-passions out there listening, please know that you don't need to quit what you're doing now in order to be successful and to grow a business. There is a place for the multi-passionate to Mm -hmm. really, like we said, to give up a home to all of your ideas into a cohesive, a cohesive offer and, and something that is going to be profitable for you and attract the clients you want and, and give you the community that, that you need.
1: Beautifully said. Thanks. <laughs> Beautifully said. Something else that we tell so many of our coaching clients. I think Ooh, we end every email. I can't email. wait to see I what email. you're going to say. <laughs> well, I think we end every email with this to them. It's just the reminder that you can, and you will get it all done. Just yes. not all in one day we always say Yancey wasn't built in a day. (laughs) So just take a breath, give Mm -hmm. yourself grace and know Mm -hmm. that with time, with the right systems, with the support you can, and you will get it all done. Just not in one day. Yes.
2: Well, thank you so much for sharing that. I think that that is amazing advice for all the people who are I think it's just looking to fill your cup, right? You don't just have the one area. I think we have multiple cups that make us feel fulfilled. And Mm -hmm. that's why we have to have multi passions, right? And it's fine. So I love that you are giving permission, giving support for people who want to explore all their options and do something that's different than, you know, what they're doing right now. So tell everybody where they can find you.
1: Yes. Instagram is definitely the place where we hang out the most. You can find our website there, everything. So that is at she X shines. And, um, we're, we're all over there. So we can't wait to, to connect with you. Alex and I met via the DMS. So we are all for you sliding into our Mm -hmm. DMS as well. (laughs)
2: Well, thank you so much for being on the show today.
1: Yes. Thank you so much for having us. Like we said, such an honor. We can't wait to connect with y'all.
0: Yes. Thank you so much.